0: Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm your host, Irene Cook, and I'm going to talk about exercise today. Exercise helps people lose weight, and it lowers the risk of many diseases. Exercising regularly lowers a person's risk of developing diseases, including obesity and type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and many other things. But exercise can also help keep your body at a healthy weight. Exercise also helps people age well. These are all things that we know. But if the benefits of physical activity are so great, so are the reasons of doing these activities. Why are so many people not exercising? And I know you might be thinking, but everybody's exercising. The world is full of people that are exercising, and I I actually beg to differ. Um, As somebody that works with a large population of people um, and people that are always coming to me seeking advice for getting on an exercise program, I can tell you that there are definitely more people that are not in an exercise program than People that are and an exercise has been around since the beginning of time. Uh, Hippocrates wrote about this way, 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 way early on. Um, tai Chi is an exercise system that uh, originated in China that dates back to the 12th century BC, and yoga roots uh, in in India go back way farther than that. Uh, and and don't even get me started on on. The legendary Jane Fonda and Jack LaLanne, they were before their time. Um, Most old ideas aren't necessarily good ones or have much evidence to back them up. But this does not meet the case for exercise or physical activity because this term of exercising has been around not only forever, but it has definitely been backed up, not only by research, um, but it's been proven to be something that is good and has been good for people since the beginning of time. Uh, A multitude of studies have documented its health benefits. Many are observational, which always pose a problem. But the bottom line is, after many statistical adjustments – There is definitely a positive connection between exercise and good health. Um, What's impressive about this research is the number of of conditions, of of unfavorable health conditions, that exercise seems to prevent or delay. And I know that we're used to hearing of the common ones, uh, fending off heart attacks, diabetes, stroke, Alzheimer's dementia Um, and I know you're listening hearing this going I know these things but I have weight to lose and I get it but I still don't know where to start Um, and that's the problem we know these things we know uh, exercise helps but this isn't helping Americans and this isn't helping people that just can't start well I'm here to tell you that after being a personal trainer for 25 years, um, that that most people, and in fact, I'm gonna change that, close to all of my clients um, that signed up for me uh, for sessions, uh, came to me for exercise direction, guidance, and motivation. And, and yes, most of them came to me because they needed to lose weight. Um, of course, the health benefits are there, and of course, we all know that, that helping uh, fight diseases and helping enhancing our health and the trajectory of our lifelines is there. But unfortunately, these things are so untangible that unless someone has been told by their medical provider that they have one of the above conditions, um, people aren't going to necessarily exercise for the health benefits um, they're more or less going to do it for weight loss or for the physical benefits provided by exercise. Um, I, in fact, on, on very rare occasion, someone did come to me and say that their doctor sent them because their blood work was bad or their wife forced them to you know, sign up for sessions with me because their blood work came back bad. But Soon after, and sometimes even as soon as the first session, they would admit that they did have a few pounds to shed. So nonetheless, weight loss always would shine through as a reason to want to exercise. So as I prepared to do this show, um, I thought about my former dislike for exercise. Um, you're, you're listening to someone who never did sports growing up. I was inactive. I was the girl that could never make it to the top of the rope in PE class, even with the knots in it. (laughs) Um, I couldn't run a consecutive mile, uh, and I didn't until I was 34. Uh, In fact, I faked an ankle injury for my first 5K that I attempted to run when I was 23, and I vividly remember uh, for my undergrad, I had to tread water for 15 minutes, and that was nearly the death of me. Uh, so, so why did I start exercising? Well, it was to lose weight. So I sit here now, a master of exercise, not only with the credentials, but with 51 marathon medals under my belt, and I question what was that life-changing key that created this desire to, to make exercise this effortless part of my day. In fact, it's a necessity, um, not only for me, but as I look around and I've seen so many other people that have made exercise a part of their daily routine. What is that key? Um why why don't we exercise uh, regularly? I mean, we know it's going to help us live longer. We're going to have fewer diseases. It's going to help us maintain a lower weight. Um, you know, maybe we're not going to get that six-pack perfect Instagram bod, but it's going to definitely help us um, develop muscles that are going to help us look better. Um, but not only... Uh, Is is exercise uh, lined up with all of these amazing benefits, but we live in a society where these resources we have are right there in front of us. There's gyms everywhere. Uh, memberships are so inexpensive. Uh, when I first joined my my initial gym membership it was at Bally's Chicago Health Club and my gosh, you had to to sign your life away with a with an actual you know two year agreement and, and an $800 initiation fee and you know now you're getting gym memberships for as cheap as nine dollars a month. Um, people have home equipment. There's online memberships and apps and free YouTube workouts. But this is a shocking statistic. 62 million Americans have gym memberships, but only one in seven of them are using them regularly. And and when I say that this does not include 2020, um, that was obviously a, a, a different year. I'm um, talking about 2019 and prior. Um, One out of seven people used this gym membership in 2019. Um, What's even more astonishing is that 12% of those people only used it in January. (laughs) And 20% of those people actually signed up and used it to just socialize or meet members of the opposite sex. Uh, 13% of the people that own a gym membership of the 62 million lie about going and never go. So we have a problem. Um, Here we are living the American dream, a nation faced with a health crisis with 35% of adults and 30% of preschoolers who are obese, but yet no one goes to the gym. So what is the problem? people want to work out, people are paying for this, but no one is going. So just like anything else in life, we won't do something unless we actually like it. Um, And in fact, we won't do it regularly unless we really, really like it. I mean, let's be real, why on earth would, would have driven me to wake up at stupid o'clock every day <laughs> that's my that's my word for you know really really early <laughs> um, to run outside in the cold if there was nothing that i liked about it something must have triggered in my brain to make me like it Um, simply said it wasn't the alarm waking me up that early Uh, It wasn't the 12 layers of clothes I had to put on and the headlamps that I had to wear to run safely at 4.30 in the morning, and it definitely wasn't my frozen fingers and toes that I'll never forget. Uh, My reasons for loving this and making it something that I craved are simply the reasons that will turn any couch potato into an exercise lover. Um, You see, there's there's a part in your brain that can activate Uh, Something that maybe you're not aware of. Um, And it's something that is activated regularly in your brain. And so I'm going to tell you about this, and maybe you can get it stimulated to become activated for exercise. Um, So so I'm going to tell you about it. There's a part in your brain called the hypothalamus. Um, And so if you want to know where it is, uh, if you point to your nose, put one finger on your nose and put your other finger on the very tip-top crown of your head, And if those two fingers, where they would intersect, that is where the hypothalamus is. The hypothalamus is involved in different daily activities like eating and drinking. It's in control of the body's temperature and energy maintenance. This is the part of your brain that actually has seven functions. Your body temperature, your thirst, your appetite and weight control, your emotion, sleep cycles, your blood pressure and heart rate. So, exercise has been shown to ease anxiety, improve your mood, and fight depression. This is something that has been proven and known. It promotes the release of a mood-lifting brain neurotransmitter. And this all comes from your hypothalamus. And this neurotransmitter is called dopamine. Um, I've I've done a show on this before, uh, and and dopamine, if this sounds familiar to you, is the feel-good transmitter. Um, If this sounds familiar, it is because I talked about this during my sugar-craving episode. So dopamine is known as one of the happy hormones, and this hormone promotes positive feelings like pleasure, happiness, and even love. So, hormones and neurotransmitters are involved in lots and lots of happy and essential processes like heart rate and digestion, but also your mood and your feelings. So, before I continue on with my rant here, um, I want to point out that dopamine, being the pleasure hormone, is also released in several ways so you have all released dopamine before um, and you just don't know it and so so if you're just listening you're just joining and you're hearing me talk about dopamine you are listening to Huntley community radio WHRULP and I am talking about the release of dopamine and how this correlates to getting to love exercise and getting to have it be part of your day So the release of dopamine is something that naturally happens when we eat sugar. And how coincidentally is this that I should be doing this show right after Valentine's Day? So we just had this floodgate of of dopamine release. And the brain releases this, uh, this neurotransmitter along with serotonin. And both of these hormones actually boost our mood. So we eat chocolate and yummy, we feel great, um, it stimulates the area in the brain that is associated with reward. Um, this is a very similar process that leads to drug addictions um, and and also sugar cravings and sugar addictions. Um, it is the exact same hormone. Um, nicotine that gets into your body through cigarettes activates this exact same structure. Um, When these receptors are activated, they release this brain chemical, and it makes you feel good. So what we have to do here is put that into perspective. And now we know that dopamine is the feel-good transmitter. Um, Experts have studied this, and they know how dopamine works. And in the context of addiction, many believe that you can actually train your brain to start enjoying things if you include activities in the right way. So what I'm trying to say is when we exercise, oftentimes people go to the gym and they they overdo it. They get on that Stairmaster, they get on the treadmill, and they do not get to that point of, of enjoyment. They surpass it. They get to the point of frustration. Um, I used to say this to my clients all the time. Uh, you don't want to get to the point where you feel like you are at the absolute edge of a cliff and you are going to fall off. Um, that is the point of frustration. So, so in order to have it be enjoyable, you want to... Have it be something that you will want to return to. Um, If you are a brand-new exerciser, uh, don't go and be too uh, aggressive with your routine. Um, If you're somebody that has exercised before or you're a former athlete or someone that has been on a strict regimen and took a break because of an injury or had a baby, your brain is going to think that you should return to that same regimen, and you shouldn't. Um, That's too much. So start out slow, have it be enjoyable. Remember that neurotransmitter is releasing that dopamine. You want it to become something that you will want again, just like chocolate, just like chocolate. So energy breeds energy. The more you move, the more you want to move. Um, Any exercise or physical activity that gets your heart rate up um, is going to release these endorphins and it's going to raise your energy level. Um, Any cardiovascular exercise will do that. You're gonna have less brain fog. Um, Mentally, we feel more energized and organized and ready to tackle the world after a good workout because these endorphins have boosted our physical activity. Um, Exercise also reduces anxiety. Um, Exercise is a natural, effective anti-anxiety treatment. I say this to everyone, don't exercise because you think you are going to lose a ton of weight through exercise. Um, Everyone knows you cannot outrun a bad diet. Uh, Going to the gym for a half hour is not going to save you thousands and thousands of calories, but what it's going to do is it's going to change the biochemistry of your brain, and it's going to make you feel happier. Uh, It's going to reduce and prevent depression. Um, And this is obviously a mood disorder that that oftentimes can't be changed, but it does change the part of your brain that is going to associate um, negative feelings, and it's going to turn uh, your brain into looking at positivity and positive results. Um, This helps promote healthy brain function. And balance your brain chemistry. Um, and as far as mood goes, we all know that when you focus on your body and your body's movements, it will help you from being distracted with negative thoughts. Uh, raising your levels of serotonin boosts your mood and your overall sense of well-being. Serotonin is actually the same exact hormone that is put in a lot of these anxiety medicines that that people take. So this is a natural way of of implementing it into your into your day. Um, so so basically, starting out slow. Um, getting yourself to to start feeling these these benefits um, hypothetically you start out by going to the gym or doing a workout at your house 20 minutes you start feeling that energy boost you notice after your workout you're you're happier you're picking up things and you're not snapping at your family you have energy I notice myself after I do even a quick 15-minute workout, I suddenly have the energy to vacuum and, and, you know, that energy breeds energy. Um, It also lowers your blood sugar, which reduces sugar cravings and reduces your appetite. So it's also an appetite suppressant. Um, But my big message is don't be an overachiever. Um, Because there are people that do go to gyms and social media is flooded with posts of people that have to post every workout and, and their six-packs. And keep in mind, uh, one in seven people that own a gym membership actually go. Um, so don't compare your routine to others. Remember, there's others out there who started someplace, um, and someplace was ground zero. And so your ground zero has to begin with a day one, just like theirs did. Um, So don't compare your current schedule or your abilities to your old self, like I said a minute ago. Um, You know, as somebody that was an avid runner, uh, I I used to crank out 8 to 10 marathons a year. And I'm sure that that is not something that I will ever do again. I don't plan on that, and I shouldn't uh, think that that is the only form of exercise that I'll ever do. So, going out for a a five mile run is is enjoyable, and I will reap the benefits of all of that um, by going out for a five mile run. Um, if you're somebody that used to do kickboxing six days a week and now you can't, um, there's nothing wrong with doing a, a thirty minute walk um, instead of going to the gym and Kickboxing for an hour. Um, as we get older, our bodies change, and they can't handle the same type of workout. Our schedules change, and our desires change. Um, you you should never set yourself up for failure because that is the number one. Demise of people um, signing up for a, a gym membership and and buying expensive equipment that you can't maintain. I actually I actually kind of uh, am, am shocked at the, the the quick turnaround already of Peloton bikes that I'm seeing on on. Um, uh, Aftermarket sales. Uh, you know, this is a product that has boomed the nation, and people are buying these bikes that have a hefty price tag. But already, I've I've seen people selling them on marketplace, and I've talked to people saying, "I've got my sister's hand-me-down Peloton bike." You know, buying an expensive piece of equipment isn't going to do it for you. And um, this is what I call all-or-nothing all syndrome. Um, simply stated, um, I don't like golf. I live on a golf course, which is ironic, but, but the reason why I don't like golf, even though I have golf envy, people walk by my, my house all the time, and, and this is why I don't like golf. My first golf experience was um, going to Myrtle Beach, where I played three straight days of golf, 18 holes, with no skills and no knowledge. Um, I never got my feet wet. Um, I, I probably will never play golf again. It was torture for me. So that is no different than somebody buying a Peloton, spending $3,000 and forcing themselves to get on it every single day when they've never worked out before. Um, or somebody that, that decides they're going to be a runner because everybody's running and they keep going out trying to run a mile when they've never re- run a, a block. So, so start slow. Uh, people that don't like exercise, have not felt that that serotonin, they have not felt that happy hormone. Get your feet wet. Um, if you join a gym, don't feel like you have to go every day. Um, your hypothalamus will do its job, and you will start feeling good. Don't force it. Uh, start slow, that mood and anxiety, less brain fog, more energy. You're going to start seeing those physical benefits, and then you will really start wanting to go, because that feel-good is going to get you there, Um, and especially if you choose an activity that you really enjoy. Exercise should be fun, Um, again, something you enjoy. Uh, It shouldn't be what everybody else is doing. So put your exercise routine into your schedule and make sure that it's something that could fit. Um, Exercise programs break the bank, so make sure it's something that you can afford, and stick with it. If you exercise regularly, it will soon become a part of your life. And if you don't have time for it, 15, 20 minutes of exercise, I promise you, you will reap the benefits of it. As exercising becomes a habit, you will slowly add minutes and try different activities, And before you know it, you will see the benefits and I assure you, it will pay off. Enjoy your day.